Good afternoon or good evening and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike, son of Abraham Cohen. I am Matt Wright and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Hey, everybody. Hi. 
First and foremost, allow me to thank Grassroots Kava House for the kava that I'm drinking on today's episode. And allow me to thank Kroger for this delicious purified drinking water mm-hmm. that I drink on some episodes or not. Bulavanaka. Bulavanaka. This is when I wasn't actually prepared to drink water. And so it took me, I, I'm okay now though. Yeah. I, uh, I was not prepared to drink Kava earlier today and I did. And I think that's why I'm tired now. Oh yeah. You said you were, you were a little draggy. Yeah. I'm, I'm dragging, I'm dragging right now. I'll, I'll, I'll pick it back up in a minute, but man, I was le- I was leaving Grassroots and I was like I'd been up there all day working with uh, I'd been working on uh, a new project I'm working on and Chris Reynolds was there with me and oh uh, Chris Reynolds uh, attorney at law yeah Chris Reynolds attorney by the way I just want to point out these are the for anybody listening on SoundCloud or iTunes or Google Play I'm very sorry but these are the Chris Reynolds attorney at law pens for anybody oh. who. Look at the quality of this pen. He said he got this specifically for me because I care about my pens so deeply. And that's an intense pen it, as a as a as a gimme, as it, a freebie. It is an intense pen as a gimme. And he's like, "What do you think?" And I said, "It you know, it spins great around the finger, but it's not a clicky bottom. It's a, it's a twisty top, and it's not a clicky bottom." And he said, there's just no pleasing you. And I said, no. I was going to say, <laughs> hey, thanks for the free pen. It's not a clicky bottom, though. It's, so if you guys have any uh, legal needs in the Tampa Bay area, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. And he has great pens, too. Yeah. <laughs> Check that out. Uh, Jacob Abel, how do I stay awake with all that kava? It's pretty easy, actually. Um, I think it's just a lack of sleep and kava earlier than I normally do. Uh but yeah, no, I can lack stay. of lack of sleep plus mild muscle relaxant right. equals exactly. feeling draggy. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's not all that much kava. I think yeah. Anyway, <laughs> last night there was a lot of kava. Um, oh, how did the event go uh, that you and Muhammad went to the? Oh, the charity ball, the low tide, the, the low tide Kava Bar fifth annual charity ball for Operation yes, Regroup. Uh, yes, it went it went really well. Uh, cool. It it was very packed. There were a good amount of people there. Um, we, the group of people I was with, ended up um, coordinating ourselves to a uh, to a corner where we wouldn't be bothered and we could hear each other talk. And we wouldn't be bumped into every five seconds uh, because there was just that many people there. It was it was kind of it, it was insane, but it was oh, wow. uh, it was actually a, it was a great event. It was a great event. They raised a I don't know how much money they raised, but they raised a good amount of money for the Operation Regroup guys. And you know, and I really like those guys, and I really like that organization. So very that's awesome. Yeah, very very cool. Event. Well, good. Well, good for them. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, uh, big events in which people are doing things related to money and find ways not to get bumped into the French riots. The French riots. That was the. I, I was just like, there's a way to segue this. I know it. Um, the French riots. So, 
the most recent developments, at, at least before I took my nap earlier, uh, the most recent developments were that, uh, so uh, Emmanuel Macron, mm-hmm. Macron, Jacob could probably pronounce that better, uh, the uh, president of France, uh, he basically caved in on all but one thing that the protesters were demanding. So he's he's scrapped the diesel tax. He has uh, increased the minimum wage, which is already the highest in France. And well, uh, in Europe, right? What's that? In Europe. What did I say? France. I mean, also true. <laughs> I mean, right? it, I, granted, yes. Yes. The French is, minimum wage is, is the highest in France. Yes. No. France. 100% accurate. Can't argue with you on that one. It is always the highest in France. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, the highest in Europe. And, uh, uh, and, so, and so they did that. And uh, the one thing he's not backing up on is they are, they want to, they want him, or at least most of the protesters want him to reinstitute or, or to add a, wealth tax i guess i think reinstitute the wealth tax and he said he's not going to do it because it drives away wealthy people and businesses which is what they need right to i read have an economy i read something today that one of the uh <laughs> oh oh jacob lavelle that's a that's a good one that's a good one right there oh i pronounce it maricone i pronounce it maricone um erica rodriguez pronounces it conio Ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, I read that uh, one of the demands is that they wanted a Frexit. And oh, I, really? Yeah. And I don't know how true that was. It came just from like something that I was scrolling past and I stopped on it. Um, but if, that, if it's true that France wants a Frexit and after Theresa May has completely backed off of brexit that would be funny that it it would be hilarious but if if, so if britain were to be able to actually go through with brexit and then france is like no let's get a frexit going on it would be the end of the e like the eu would have to just dissolve that would be the two of the three largest economies in the eu right i was gonna say in france again um, but, uh, Germany being the largest, but then after that it's France and, and the UK. So, or I think the UK and then France, however that works. Right. But, um, yeah, no, that would be huge. The thing with the protests is it seems like there aren't like the, there's that manifesto that's been going around. It's like an info pick with a, with a, a, a yellow vest in the background. And that's supposedly like what the yellow vests want, but I, I don't, I don't know how organized they are, or how centralized they are in terms of what they want. Right. Uh, I'd, I'd like to think there are a couple of Rothbardian and caps out there, but uh, I think they're somewhat outnumbered by the people who wanted to increase to their minimum wage. Um, yeah, I was, but, I, that's because when you were like, yeah, the increase to the minimum wage, I was like, yeah, it's probably not the same people that want to be, want the Frexit to probably happen. Probably not. Although, actually, so one of the biggest. Um, uh, objections that a lot of the Western European countries have to the EU is the self-imposed or the EU-imposed austerity measures that they have in place. Germany, who has been doing austerity for the last few years now, um, has, or what they call austerity, um, has been kind of imposing that on the rest of Europe. And uh, because these are uh, social democracies with centrally planned economies, because they just 
cut out the rug from under people and don't bother changing or, or liberalizing the economy. They just cut spending. Um, it's been really devastating for countries like Spain and, and, and France to some extent. So, uh, you know, so that that's yeah, but here's what people forget. The French voted no on the EU constitution. Yeah. In 06, 05, whenever that was, they voted no. And uh, the Nether- they voted no by like 57 or 58 percent. The Netherlands voted no by like 60 something percent. Um, and it didn't matter because they were non-binding, uh, non-binding referendums. But I mean, the, the, the French people didn't want the EU constitution. They didn't want to be member states of the, 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 what they were creating as the EU. Uh, so the fact that now they want out, that wouldn't surprise me, but not for the reasons we would think that's right. Yeah. It's not for the, we want to be, we want to be independent from them. It's the, we don't agree with everything that they're stating. Right. Like we want to be independent to spend double digits every year. Right. Like, and we want massive. We want to spend our crazy. own double digits and then we want you to bail us out later. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right. So, so yeah, so, but, so he bailed, but he did keep up the wealth tax thing. Which, if he had if he had bailed on the wealth tax, um, I wouldn't want to be an investor in the French stock market after that. Um, I don't know what I what I'm interested to see is if this will be enough to disperse the riders or if they'll sense blood in the water and say, "Well, just keep you know, going, just keep going, just attack until, more." You know, yeah, so just, we'll see. I mean, I, I'd be very interesting to see if they like, you know. I'm really looking like I'm looking forward to uh, them just building a guillotine out there in the riot and being. No, this is what's happening unless you do everything, every single thing, every we do. single thing, and they just keep adding things. Right. They're like, yes, Friday is Fromage Friday, and uh, you know we want naked pictures of B. Arthur. What? <laughs> is that possible? Just ask for it. Just just go with it. <laughs> Just ask for everything. Right. Yeah. Just ask for whatever. It doesn't matter. Just keep like, yeah, because they'll do it. They'll say, okay, we'll do it. Okay. Well, now we want free fiats for everybody. Okay, fine. Fine. Just, free fine, just give everybody free fiat. Just give them the, just give free. them the fiats. We want, How about sh- are you okay with sharing fiat? No, no. Give <laughs> us all free fiats. We want affordable bread. You already have that. Oh, we want more affordable we want bread. More bread for our um, daggers. <laughs> We want more dagger baguettes. Yes, more, more, more of the, more of the dagger sh- the baguette shivs in our bread. <laughs> that was great. So I, I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens there. Um, I've never been a massive fan of the French government, um, and so watching this has been uh, entertaining, very- especially since it looks like a lot of people haven't really gotten that hurt. Yeah. So. I think if like hundreds of people were dying, I'd be a little bit more concerned, but it seems like they're just, they're having a blast. Racist. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I am. I, I have a, I have, I wouldn't say I'm against the French people. I just think they have some, some issues with their culture. They need to work out. That's fair. <laughs> so I'm going to say it. That's fair. Um, so uh, let's, let's start out on the good news one. The, let's the free speech one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start, yeah, let's start with the like you know minus the France rioting thing, which is also <laughs> good news. The show off of some riots. Yeah, but after that, let's go uh, the free speech because uh, that that's just a great story. Yes, 
am I am I am I telling the story? You're, you're to you have it memorized, so yeah, you're telling. I have memorized this story, and I'm now friends with all of the principals involved. Yes. So Pontiac, Michigan, uh, a man named James Webb. Good guy, James Webb. He was uh, so he he pulls into a, a gas station in his car, and next to him, I'm not sure why, but next to him, a officer was a police officer was giving a ticket to someone who I guess had pulled into the gas station or whatever. And so he's next to him and he's pumping gas and he just in a leisurely way turns on uh fuck the police by NWA, that classic holiday uh holiday classic. The and, classic first amendment case from like 1992. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's 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 bringing it back. And uh <laughs> so he starts playing that and I think it was somewhat loud that he was playing it, but he was playing it. And, uh, and so he's playing it and he's pumping gas, like nothing's going on. And then the, the cop, what's that? Oh, it's my phone. The (laughs) cop, uh, stops what he's doing. Oh, and supposedly, so the cop was yelling and swearing and throwing the F bomb at the guy he was ticketing. Right. He then proceeds to walk over. That is actually very important for the entire case. That's a very important point here. So, uh, then the cop goes over to Webb in his car and gives him a hard time and you can't do this. And, you know, he starts yelling and swearing and throwing the F-bomb at him and gives him a ticket for crap. What was the... Uh, oh. The ticket was for noise ordinance, I believe. Yeah, I think it was a noise ordinance. Um, uh, a, a misdemeanor ticket. And so anyway, so... It was a- $530 fine. Yeah, $530 fine for playing F the police next to a police officer. Yes. And so, and they expect he's just going to, you know, plead down to something less and pay the fine or pay less or whatever. What ends up happening is that a guy named my new hero, Nicholas Somberg, uh, is an is a attorney. He takes the case pro bono and has been fighting it for, I believe, months now and at least weeks now. Uh, did it all pro bono and the city of Pontiac, Michigan has racked up probably tens of thousands of dollars in costs in, in fighting this case, all sorts of, uh, none of the news. And I only know this from being friends with now, cause I'm friends with them now, uh, with, uh, uh your Facebook with, friends with them now. It's not like you guys have gone out and grabbed lunch. No, we're like close friends now. Oh. And, um, like really good BFFs. And, um, I need to get him on my show. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I'm surprised you haven't asked him. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm going to. I, I try. I try not to like as soon as I friend someone, be like, be on my show. Um, I try to like. Man, I ask. I ask before to... they accept, oh, just wow. so they know what what the uh, what the agenda what, is. Why you want to be friends with them? Yeah, that's fair enough. So I'm going to give him like about 48, 72 hours. Just let him, you know, get a feel for me, how cool I am. And then I'll be like, hey, you want to be on my show? Anyway, um, so he took the case on. There were all these machinations that went on uh, during the trial. The uh, prosecutor tried to block the Constitution from being referenced during the trial. Which makes uh, sense in a court. Which is what? <laughs> that makes sense in a court. A court of law. <laughs> right. American court of law. Um, and, and the argument was that this was over, uh, it was over a, you know, a city bylaw. It wasn't over you know, a federal law. Cause that's the only time that the constitution comes into play is a federal law. And, uh, and so that, that got thrown out. He was able to mention the fact that we have a right to free speech. And, uh, um, and then what else? Uh, they tried to get him disbarred 
Uh, he was uh, the, the, the prosecutor was uh, harassing him on social media and uh, trolling his uh, posts. And uh, some p- uh, pro cop group was, give, was threatening him and giving him a hard time. All this stuff happened. And uh, it ends up when it finally actually goes to trial, it took the jury all of eight minutes to come back with a not guilty verdict. It was roughly enough times to listen to the song twice. (laughs) Just about. It was that's probably what they did. They were like, you know what? Let's just listen to the song and pretend that we uh, let's let's listen to it. Man, that was really good. Let's listen to it again. (laughs) Before we go out and say he's not guilty, let's listen to that song twice because that really speaks to how I feel after this case. Um, And so they came out, and at least one of the jury jurors said to the prosecutor, "Why did you waste our time with this?" This was such a waste of time. How stupid or something like that. Um, the city of Pontiac is refusing to talk to the press about it. Um, my new friend, uh, Nicholas, is, of course, very happy talking to everyone about it. I was going to say, I'm imagining he's talking to everybody about it. He's very happy. And he has, there's actually a Facebook Live video where he celebrated his win by driving down the streets of Pontiac, Michigan, blaring, fuck the police, in his car. And uh, which why would I mean, if all you know, this is like when Trump won the case against Stormy Daniels and immediately went on Twitter and called her horse face. Right. Because why <laughs> on earth would you do anything except that? I mean, in this case, it's one thing. It, this these, these this, aren't perfect parallels, but it, it's meh. but this song <laughs> horse face. Fuck the police. Also. Really excited we get to say that word on this show again. For journalistic reasons. For journalistic this is, reasons. This isn't just gratuitous no. uh, swearing. No. I almost, I like, on one hand, you can count the number of times that I've sworn just as like, hey, like I'm not even doing it now. I don't, I don't swear, <laughs> really. So, but this is, you know, I'm not going to say F the police. It's not in the name of the song. Right. They never say F. Not once. Not even once. No, so, not a single time do they say F not in that a song. Single time in that song do they say F? And I'm not going to lie to you, America. And and what was the other country? Australia. Australia. That watches us. Yeah. You don't exist, but thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not existing. But um, so yes, so that was great. That was so when I you know when when men are kissed, men are men are statists like Matt and Jacob. When uh, when they talk about a government that exists to uh, protect our rights and freedoms from someone, um, this would be an example of the system working. Yes. If we can call it that. Or at least the system failing to harm people for playing a song they don't like. Right. That would be a better way to put it, I would which say. Is, which is good enough. Yeah. No, totally happy with the system failing. Failing. <laughs> Totally happy with the system failing to do what is outside of their allotted rules. It's so stupid. Like I, I just so I I grew up as a as as thuggish of a teenager as a as a Jewish suburban kid can be. I was going to say, knowing you now, hard to believe <laughs> that you were ever kind of thuggish. I I was as thuggish as my upbringing and moral values would allow, which was f- fairly, I guess, I guess mischievous is probably a better way to say it than thuggish. Um, I never hurt anyone. I just did a lot of things I'm not supposed to do. I was an anarchist. I was an agorist as a teenager. Yes. And um, 
That's a better way to say it. And I watched a lot of people. The police here, um, especially in the city of Myrtle Beach, are incredibly corrupt and incredibly like do whatever the hell they want. They routinely arrest people on bogus garbage that that gets thrown out, but that just allows them to arrest the person and and you know force them to pay bail or whatever. They're terrible. Uh, county isn't too bad. State isn't too bad. North Myrtle Beach not so bad. I mean, as police go, they're they're not, they're really not that bad. County's actually pretty chill. Um, where we live is unincorporated, so we deal with county, and they're actually like pretty chill. I was going to start telling a story, but I, I won't. Um, but Myrtle Beach is a nightmare, and uh, I saw people get like you know someone would say f the police, and then or you know something like that, and and you know say something stupid, and the police would arrest them for you know attempted assault or resisting arrest or st- like. So I've seen that stuff, and you grow up just thinking like. Well, they'll get away with it. All that's going to happen is, you know, someone will plead no contest and pay a couple hundred bucks and they lost their weekend in jail. And to see this happen, my teenage uh, uh, thug, uh, it warmed my teenage thug cockles. (laughs) All the way down to those cockles. All the way down to my cockles. Yeah. um, Jinko for life. Uh, Thank you, Jacob LaBelle, for that one. Yes. Yes. I was Jacob I, gets it. Yes. I definitely had a pair or two of those. You only needed a pair or two of the of Jinkos because they were so big it took forever to get them dirty. Jenko till I die. <laughs> that's a J, by the way. I guess I'll add a little it's a J. Oh no, it's a J. That's much better as a J. Yeah. Jenko till I die. Jenko till I die. B. They're coming <laughs> back. I can't believe Jenkos are coming back. Are they really? Yeah. Like, were they really stupid where they get longer as they go down? And I don't... The, pocket, the back pocket, for some reason, continues to go down? Yeah, the back knees. pocket goes down all the way to the bottom of the knee. Um, Which I, is actually very utilitarian. It is very utilitarian. Like, you could put everything in there, as the and police I, found out one day. Uh, <laughs> I'm certain the police some, found out many days, but uh, there was one day in particular with me that they definitely found out. They found out exactly how much contraband you could carry. Yes. I have, I was arrested one time for, I was 13, and um, I was arrested for refusing to leave Broadway at the beach, which is like a, a tourist attraction shopping center here, um, uh, on my skateboard, skateboarding around. This was me. I was literally that kid. And um, I'm in my Jankos. And I was high as hell. And uh, this is a great story uh, for all the kids. And, uh, this is what you to want leave. to aspire to if you're listening in your parents' car right <laughs> now. All you, all you 12 and 13 year olds, this is what you two can be if you don't care about authority and uh, know that your parents will plead your case in front of the police. And so I, uh, so I, so I was, I was refusing to stop skateboarding and kept saying I know my rights, which technically was private property. I didn't have any rights, um, but I, I said I know my rights, and then the police show up. And I thought, oh, no, because I had, like, a lot of weed on me in my back Jenko pocket. And I also had a bowl on me in my a glass. Uh, it was a really beautiful glass bowl that I had. Uh, that's a weed pipe, for those who don't know what a bowl is, uh, in my front pocket, one of my front pockets, in the secret pocket. And I got arrested. This is a great story. I got uh, uh, He had to arrest me. How did me you have the, a bowl in your secret pocket? Yes. It was, a, it was a big secret pocket. I mean, uh, either that or a tiny bowl. It was, it was a combination of both. It was a small bowl, large pocket. They kind of met in the middle. Okay. And 
so so uh, this was was that a Myrtle Beach cop? I was lucky because Myrtle Beach cops are terrible. But he looked at me and kept rolling his eyes, and he's like, "Would you just leave?" And I said, "No, I have rights." And the uh, uh, the the uh, security there was like, "Well, we want to press charges because he refuses to leave." And um, and so the guy uh, reluctantly arrests me. And as he's going in, I thought, "Uh oh, this is going to be a problem because I had a giant bag of weed." in my one pocket and then the bowl in the other he starts searching my back pocket he's about elbow deep because it was a janko pocket and (laughs) i feel i feel i mean he was this was tsa level touching because just by necessity because of the pocket right and he checked it and he felt the bowl and immediate or felt the weed and immediately just pulled his hand up like put his finger in my other pocket like barely put his fingers in my pocket went all right let's go so that was a cop who didn't want me to go to jail on a i think he had a feeling that it would have been a just the size of the bag it would have been an intent to distribute charge um which would have landed me in juvie um so good guy that was a good cop story was, that yeah. I have. was it was it an intent to distribute charge it was a good cop and, uh, <laughs> uh good cop and um <laughs> a good cop and uh so i have many stories I have two good cop stories. That's one of them. I'll tell the other one another day when it's apropos. But, um, but uh, yeah, so that was... I don't know why we're talking about this. Why am I talking about this? <laughs> I'm not really... Uh, we started happened? talking about Jenko's and then we got well, here. Jenko. Yes, yeah. Jenko. That was my Jenko good cop story. Yeah, I actually... The, the first time I got arrested was in Jenko's. <laughs> that's kind of a... That's a good genes. Th- those genes encourage um, felonies. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I, like, I think I got a misdemeanor. Feet. Like I think mine was a misdemeanor amount of weed the first time. Oh. Um but yeah, I definitely I definitely had uh I definitely had the weed on me and I had it in my Jenkos and I definitely got arrested that day and I I did not get off. <laughs> he was not nice enough to just be like, "Nope, just let's go." Oh, you, that so that wasn't a nice cop story for you? No, that was um that was a bad cop story for me. And that <laughs> That led to a year and a half of sobriety, which was awful. Oh, that's terrible. Now I do it by choice. <laughs> but back then... Yeah, but forced sobriety is terrible. Forced sobriety is... to be sober is a great thing. Right. Choosing to... Forced sobriety, not sober. Yeah, forced sobriety is awful. When the state tells you you can't, you can't feel better, <laughs> awful. So that's a tough one because I've been sober for 12 years now. If the state said you have to be sober... The I think state, I have to get drunk or something. I was right? going to say like, the state already says that to you. You're not allowed to do drugs. You're not allowed to. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you, there are already multiple things that you are not allowed to do. Uh, that was weird. Um, we just lost Facebook for a second. Uh, there's already a lot of things that you're not allowed to do. Uh, so, and that was like that was my argument because before I got arrested this time. Like that time, not this time, that time, before I got arrested that time, like I wasn't that big of a pot smoker. Like I was just kind of like, I would drink a lot more than I would smoke pot, but then I got arrested for having like a dime bag and a bowl on me, like one of those cheap wooden bowls. And while I was sitting there in my handcuffs on, you know, behind my back, on the ground, just oh, a- gosh. angry as all hell. And I'm just like rocking back and forth. And I said, 
why is this different from alcohol? And that was where lights started going off in my brain. Right. And uh, the moment I am off of probation and I can once again get high, I'm doing everything. Right, right. I'm doing heroin and coke. And, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing everything. And yep. damn it, I did. <laughs> You're going to show them. I did all of it. Yep. Yeah. So your your cop story is worse than mine. Yeah, for my, that, that, for, I have some stories for like that, that for that instance. Yeah. For that instance, yes. My that you also have a a decent cop story, but where you still said arrest me anyway because you wanted to be, be there for your friend, which right. I don't, which I guess good. Um. Uh. But uh. We all make he, dumb the, decisions. <laughs> that's true. We all make bad decisions. Uh, for example, refusing to leave Broadway at the beach with a skateboard when they ask you many, many, many times. Yeah. Um. I didn't understand the whole private pro- property concept at the time. Yeah, if I had, most, I think I would have been like... Most adults don't understand the private property concept, though. At the time, I was just like, I have rights! And I just was... I, which I yelled loudly many times, um, I have rights, as I continued to skateboard around them. Um, so I didn't quite get that concept yet, but uh, I was trying. And uh, thankfully, I had a cop that didn't uh, ruin my childhood. Right. <laughs> for, for being a... Uh, the person that had the thing. Um, so, speaking of... Court people, cases? Of what? Court cases? Of... Are we doing court... Court cases involving small children? Sort of? Sort of. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. We'll go with that, right? Yeah. Brett Kavanaugh. Judge um, Brett... Su- Supreme... Supreme Court Justice. Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Who recently became Supreme Court Justice after what some might say was a contentious uh, confirmation. Uh, He did something. So we were told, uh, besides the fact that he was going to rape all of us. uh, (laughs) That he raped uh, every woman that he knew from 1978 till 1986. Literal literal rape gang party ringleader. Um... Brett Kavanaugh, uh, we're, we're told that that was going to happen, that he would retroactively rape anyone that was alive in the 1980s yep. if he was uh, confirmed as a Supreme Court justice. And there was that one guy that was there that saw all of them. All of it. Every um, one of them. That guy's a hero. Yes. He tried, he tried to stop all this. And so what ended up happening, because we didn't listen to um, Marty McFly, um, <laughs> was that he... Uh, he uh, uh, I just completely started thinking of a of a new spinoff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> back to the Kavanaugh. Back to the Kavanaugh. Well, no, where he goes, uh, it's sort of like a. I guess that's what quant- Quantum Leap was. Anyway, a little bit. Uh, but he's staying in his own body. I, I'm gonna. I'll pitch that later. Um, speaking of which, uh, so Brett Kavanaugh. One of the things we were told was that he was going. He was an anti-abortion zealot by virtue of him being a Republican, I guess. And, uh, and he was going to uh, get in there and really just wipe out the uh, right to have an abortion. And he was going to just rip it apart. And uh, soon, and then it, it banned birth control. Uh, crazy man, uh, Brett yep. Kavanaugh, was going to ban birth control. And he was going to do all these terrible things. Women were only going to be able to have sex to procreate after Brett Kavanaugh. Specifically to procreate. There would be fines uh, for failing to uh, 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 create a zygote during ovulation <laughs> right. and uh, federal. federal and um, 
at the federal level and um, uh, judicial activism, if there ever was such a thing. And uh, I, by the way, I'm against that. And um, uh, we here at the Muddy Waters of Freedom are definitely against that. Let's definitely... go with the proactive. Well, no, I guess it's retroactively because we already talked about rape. We're against rape. We are against rape. Um, we, for some reason, have to say that every episode. Probably got to examine why that is, but we are against <laughs> rape. Um, so we were told he was going to he was going to eliminate uh, abortion immediately. Uh, his first abortion-related case uh, was. Uh, what, today? Yesterday? That was yesterday, yesterday, right? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. So he, uh, he, um, the Supreme Court was deciding whether or not to hear a case that had been decided by a lower court uh, in which they had ruled that Medicaid dollars could be used at Planned Parenthood. Right. And, and Louisiana and Kansas, were the, Kansas. Two, yeah, were the two states that this was going on in. Right. And so, um, and so the lower court had ruled that they could. And so it was being appealed to the Supreme Court. Uh, all of the, or what, six, three of the conservative justices ruled that they should hear the case. Uh, what, Alito, uh, uh, Thomas, and the third one. Yep. Good old 30. <laughs> and uh, Justice 30. And uh, the four liberal justices plus Roberts, the... Uh, no, there's there's nine, right? Yeah, there's nine. So so if six of them, if six, so there were the four liberal justices and Kavanaugh and Roberts, the chief justice, ruled not to hear the case, which which means that that they basically it gets upheld that they didn't uphold it, but they just oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Alito, Alito, Thomas, and the other one. Um, hang on a second. I can't believe I don't know the third. I, yeah, I can't. I was only really focused on the Kavanaugh thing and Gorsuch. Gorsuch. How did we forget Gorsuch? I know. Best one on the bench. Arguably the best one on the bench. Uh, actually, inarguably. Yeah, inarguably. Best uh, yeah, one on the bench. Can't argue. Yeah, yeah, he's the best one on the bench. He said he wanted to hear it. Um, and the, uh, uh, and, and the other two, uh, but so Kavanaugh in his first abortion related, uh, case. Now it wasn't a decision as to whether or not abortion is okay. It was more a state's rights or state powers situation. Can they decide for themselves on this stuff thing? So it, it was more, more of a process thing than, than the actual abortion itself. Right. Um, uh, so I, I probably wouldn't read too much into it, but both, both sides that told, assured me that he was going to fight uh, against abortion, uh, not so much. Not so much. Not and so much. So, okay, it's a state's rights thing, and it's whether or not Louisiana and Kentucky could or had to fund Planned Parenthood. Could, right? Could, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a had to. It was whether money could be used from Medicaid to fund uh, abortions. Okay. Or, or to fund Planned Parenthood. I don't know if it was specifically abortions. No, so, okay, so... What I was going to say is, according to the president of Planned Parenthood, mm. who is still very nervous about Brett Kavanaugh being on the bench, even though this happened yesterday, right? Uh, he said, hang on, when I was 
flipping through articles. Uh, I just want to be clear. The law in Louisiana and Kansas had nothing to do with abortion. It's about patients receiving care for well-woman visits, for birth control, for STDs, for HIV tests. Same thing, I think. I mean, but... For all these other things, uh, for all these other things, and so that is legal, that is the federal law. Uh, but he went on to say, I'm still worried about Brett Kavanaugh being on the bench because I think that if he were to come after, like if he were to have a case uh, to come after abortion, he would take it. But in this case, he didn't want to do it, is what this guy is saying. And that might be true. I, I only true. followed it enough to laugh about it. Right. I the, the optics of it. That was about how much I followed it. I just thought he could have gotten Planned Parenthood, and he didn't. Yeah, like Planned Parenthood was one of the people out there, like protesting against him. Right. Which is, I mean, look, we it, it, you ideally don't want judges that you know hold grudges against people that are against you know you know what I mean. Like you don't want as as uh, as much as it would be funny to watch him go after all of the people that called him a rapist at the same time that's kind of troubling the idea of a judge going after anyone that you know spoke out against them so so i mean he's know. not alexandria ocasio cortez so ha that's a segue so tell us about that matt what are you, what are you talking about alexandria ocasio cortez going after people who what does so, that mean so uh the junior Donald Donald Trump Jr. tweeted Donald out Trump Jr. tweeted out a meme making fun of socialist Alexandria Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and uh, relating socialism to eating dogs, which he's not far off. He's not wrong. He's guys. not wrong. Venezuela is a perfect example, <laughs> and she comes back with a tweet. That said, sure, you can make memes now, but in a month, we're going to have the house in the power of indictment. Yeah, subpoena powers. Yeah. Subpoena yeah. powers. And she just basically threatened somebody for making fun of her. For making fun of her. For yeah. making fun of her and her ideology. For yeah. making fun of her with jail time through congressional hearings. At the federal level. Yeah. Yeah. Not that he wouldn't immediately be pardoned by his dad, who happens to be president, but it's the, it's, so what was just as interesting in the champion of the people, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, threatening private citizens with jail time for making fun of her with memes uh, on Twitter, publicly threatening, which I guess if you're going to threaten somebody, you might as well do it publicly. Uh, eh. It was the left's reaction to it. So we all know that political partisans are essentially hypocrites who don't even try to deny it. They just focus on, well, the other side does this, so we need to as well. I have been told that, you know, when they talk about Donald Trump, they talk about corruption, they talk about how he threatens the press, they talk about how he, you know, uh, calls people who don't stand for the anthem SOBs and, uh, you know, all, all these different things. And we t and and you know how the Republicans are you know gonna you know you know they use their power to go against their political enemies and all that, which is true. It's very true. Yeah. The reaction from the what is supposed to be the anti-authoritarian section of the left, the intersectional feminist left, was so happy at the optics of a Latina woman 
threatening subpoenas against a white man. They were so thrilled at this that a white man who's Donald Trump's son, they were so thrilled about that that they either forgot or remembered that they don't care that this was a federal official or soon to be federal official, elected official who was threatening to use the power of government to harm a private citizen for making fun of them. And I brought this up to two, two of my, of my friends who are progressives. And I just said, you know, and the way I brought it up was like, imagine if this was Marsha Blackburn or I pick some, you know, Congresswoman that's a Republican threatening Chelsea Clinton or some, you know, some, some guy that's a Democrat, same optics, same, you know, making fun of conservatism in a meme and their response is, Yeah, I, well, I'm going to have subpoena powers. So keep making fun of me. What would your reaction be to that? And I think in my example, I even had it being a woman saying it to a guy. So it was still that same girl power right. thing. There's just so much to talk about with it. Like, so there are people that go around and they're resisting this horrible totalitarian government. But the reality is that they're just mad that they're not the ones in charge hurting people. And as soon as they're in charge, they can't wait. They're to totally hurt fine with it. What's that? Once, once they're in charge, they're totally fine with it. It's like almost the opposite of the Hillary Clinton thing of the time for civility is over once we get power. Once back. we're in power. Yeah. 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 We'll use violence until we can get into power. But and the reason she was saying that is once we're in power, we can use government violence. We don't have to take to the streets anymore. Valid. We now have control of 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 centralized authority yeah and and this is the so you have forced association between people that would otherwise have nothing to do with each other that's what the state is you have these people we all go oh we're all one nation but yet we hate each other and what we do is we vote and form voting blocks to get power so that we can harm people we don't like and keep them from harming us because they don't like us and so i remember republicans when they were upset about what the obama irs did to Tea Party groups that were trying to get certification or, uh, you know, Obama uh, talking about how conservatives cling to their guns and religion or, um, oh, man, what else? Uh, I mean, name off all the things that you're upset that Obama did. But then once Republicans get into place, not only are they okay with them doing it, they demand that they do it. To stop that. Just across the board, everybody. Everyone cut it out. Everybody stop that. Um, Jacob LaBelle said, I thought she's Jewish. Yes. I am looking forward, Jacob, to that, um, DNA test reveal because, uh, because yep. that should go about as well as Liz Warren's. Did. Yeah. I was going to say my money's on, uh, roughly about the same as Liz Warren, maybe slightly better. So I actually had a talk with a rabbi who only because she's um, from New York. What's that? Only because she's from New York. Do I think her test results might be slightly better than Liz Warren. Just by virtue of like osmosis right. of being around you. I don't know how DNA works, but <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it's like that. But um, uh, who knows? Uh, so I was talking to a rabbi who's actually an expert in the diaspora of Jews, and he said it is possible that there is Sephardic in her blood as with most Puerto Ricans. And the reason why is because during the Spanish Inquisition, a large number of Sephardim, of, of, of Sephardic Jews, uh, and Sephardic means basically Spanish slash dark-skinned Jews. Um, uh, or no, that's not the... that's the What, what do they call Not the Sephardim. Anyway, a lot of Sephardic Jews went to 
went to Puerto Rico to get away. They they faked Catholicism. They faked conversion to Catholicism. Got to Puerto Rico and lived their lives quietly as Jews. Um, and then so so it's very possible that she has some blood. And then I think he said that Cortez was actually one of the names that um that they used, but it was also a name that a lot of non-Jews used as well. So hard to tell there. Very possibly, more than likely, she doesn't know that or has no idea. Um, and uh, and interesting that she only brought that up during on, Hanukkah. Yeah, on Hanukkah, like last week. I did well into her twenties. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel as though it was like toward the last day of Hanukkah after she had said so many things that were already so dumb. I was like, no, no, I'm it's Jewish. Okay. You can't make fun I'm of Jewish. me right now. And uh, so, side note: uh, Washington Post in their uh, story of her claiming to be Jewish, the picture they used in the headline is of her standing in front of, like, giving her speech yeah. with her smile. And her hands like this, and I'm like, this is the picture of all the pictures that of Alexandra Ocasio Cortez you could have used. You use the happy the, merchant, the, the leering Jew. Yeah, the hands clasped, the hands clasped, bringing hands, toothy smile, big nose Jew photo um, that we all know and love um, was what they were recreating with. Uh, and I, you can't tell me either that was a huge uh, oversight or a huge trolling attempt by. Uh, someone in the editorial office at uh at WAPO, and I don't know which it is, but I thought it was hilarious. So, um, but yeah, so who knows if she's Jewish? I she's probably I'm, French too. Yeah, she could very well be French. I'll, I'll I'll buy that. She's everything. She she's got a little bit of yeah. She's probably got a little bit of everything in her. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Um. So, side side note to that side note, I shared a video with Matt of Sandy. Oh, Sandy Acacio Cortez. Yeah, I like Sandy. I like Sandy. I like so, Sandy a lot. If you guys have some, don't do it now because you're watching the show. Later on when the show's over, write this down somewhere. Um, Google uh, List Listomania Boston College Edition. Oh, that's way better because I was going to say like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez dancing on rooftop. So also would have worked. That would also probably work. But what was it that you Listomania? By Phoenix. Uh, the song is Listomania. And then uh, the Boston College Edition. Okay. Is the, pro- uh, that's the title of that video. And because it is, I have seen I'm, that video a lot. I'm, <laughs> I have seen I'm that putting, video more than I would like to admit at this point. Well, you just did. So um, I'm going to put a link to the video in the comments because this needs to be seen. Yeah, it's... He messages me at, I don't know, 3 a.m. Yeah, 3 in the morning. It was really, really... There we go. <laughs> and he was very, very excited. I was and, super excited. And he goes, guess who the girl is at second 10? And I'm watching it. I'm like in bed and I'm like, I don't know. Is that... And I name one of our friends. And he's <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I, close. And I watch a little bit more. I was like, is that... Alexandria and he goes yes and I said all right now I'm in and I watched this thing they danced terribly oh yeah yeah it was a terrible dance but I I, awful just awful but here's the takeaway from the video this is Alexandria Ocasio Sandy Sandy 
this was before she had to embrace her her Latina heritage uh, to get votes in the Bronx, yes, Brooklyn. Bronx. I was confused. Though. Yeah, the Bronx. And uh, this was pre. I'd like to think this is this is Sandy before she she got all caught up in intersectional feminist socialist lesbian basket weaving theory. I was going to say this is this was Sandy was. Sandy was before she got involved in the college socialist group. Yes, the co- yeah, the college left. This is Sandy from the block. <laughs> Just living life and being Sandy. Just being and she, Sandy. Just being Sandy. And she's dancing, not terribly well, but the body but better, of this woman. Better than everybody else in that video. <laughs> Very true. Much better than anyone else. And honestly, I don't know if she was dancing better or just looked better. Guys, and here's why. I'll give you that. Yeah. She is she looks like a socialist, end stage socialist now. Um, very, very gaunt and doesn't look happy. She smiles, but it's the smile of a socialist who's not very happy because she's hungry. I was gonna say and, I think that's hunger. <laughs> yeah, she's hungry and bitter um with life. And and it, there are moments though there'll be certain angles you're like, yeah, she's kinda cute. Usually when she's angry, she looks more cute than when she's um, smiling. But in this photo, smiling, nice, full body. She'd eaten three meals that day, no doubt. And, and the day before. And the day before. Had a regular minimum of 1,500 she, calories. That's probably where the socialism came from. She was on the college meal plan. And once she got out of college, she was no longer on the college meal plan. And she was like, I can't just go get food that's already cooked and prepared. She doesn't understand that she paid for that meal plan. Someone paid for it. Someone and, paid for um, it. Someone definitely paid for it. Uh, and they paid good because she looked good. She looked good. I like them thick. Yeah. And uh, she wasn't. Now, I should say, I would have liked her thicker because I like them thick. But she wasn't that thick. But she was thick. Her. She was and definitely then, thicker than she is now. She looked happy. Her face was full she had a, she looked a like genuine... She, she looked like she was having fun. Yes! She looked like she was having fun, like she didn't want to harm anyone with federal <laughs> authority and uh, uh, didn't want to subpoena anyone. She just wanted to dance on the rooftop right? poorly and had, had a little mini twerk there for a second. She did. She, was, she looked... The just thing... watch the photo. Just watch the video. It's, it... I will, Sandy's I... good. Sa- Sandy, yeah, I would have hung out with Sandy. If, 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 if in office she ends up converting, which is, you never know, she's young, ends up converting to libertarianism or, you know, conservatism or something and becomes a Republican or a libertarian in my uh, fever dream um, that I have, uh, she will, she'll be Sandy again. I hope she goes, if, if that happens, I hope she goes back to Sandy. I, I think she will because Sandy wanted to live life and enjoy it. Alexandria wants us to starve. Yes. Like literally. Because and as she said, capitalism is oh what what is that quote? Capitalism is where men overthrow men. Socialism is the opposite. <laughs> is that a real quote? Yeah, that's a real quote. Oh man. See, this is the problem. That's a paraphrased people- quote, but the gist is there of what she said capitalism was and socialism is the opposite. I love that. I love that. Here's the problem with people sharing these quotes that she didn't actually say. 
which are, you know, they're usually like punchline, you know, one-liners. Right. The, the problem is that they water down the actual quotes that she says that are worse right. and not funny. Um, you don't have to dumb down her quotes. Not even a to. little bit. There's right? plenty of like really bad quotes. And I'd like to think that a Sandy whose brain is getting a sufficient number of omega-3 fats every day is, is smarter too. Yeah. She's, she, she's able to take in the right amount of oxygen. Her, her brain is being fed. She's getting sufficient calories and fat. And she's able to think better. She is. So prayers for Sandy. Sandy Strong. And uh, Jacob said NFW. Oh, NF, no way. Yes, exactly. That is correct. That was my reaction and why I sent it to Matt when he was desperately trying to sleep. Yep. I was. I was, too. But, man, that kept me up for a good that, that, two well, hours. That was the thing. I thought, oh, well, that, good luck sleeping now. Uh, yeah. Um, so, I was definitely going to stay up for a while after that one. So that's – and, again, so if you're a libertarian, you're used to watching everyone besides you be wrong. Um, that's a, including other libertarians. Um, this, that's, this that's a very individualistic thing. Like it's literally everybody but you. Because what is stupid but me and like occasionally a handful of other people. Right. Because we that's, all know that the individual is the smallest minority, and and the only one that isn't stupid. Right. And this individual is the only one that isn't stupid. Right. So, but you're used to seeing Republicans and Democrats playing the partisan crap back and forth right. and every once in a while you might get sucked into like defending this one or defending that one on the merits and then so then what happens is you get a bunch of republicans who think you're with them and you're not or you get a bunch of democrats but keep in as you watch this new you know and rashida talib and like all of these new you know young minority women who are going to come in and and change this patriarchy as you watch them come in and like all other scumbag politicians threaten to use violence against people for disagreeing with you, uh, government violence, not directly, but government violence for disagreeing with you, threatening to lock people up, threatening to fine them, threatening to make it illegal for them to do what they want to do. Watch their supporters' reaction. Because these are the people that supposedly want to, you know, create a kinder, gentler world where we can all just live and be. But watch their reaction. It's the exact same reaction that uh, the, the right gets to watching Donald Trump talk about building walls and kicking out, you know, uh, illegals or immigrants or, you know, or, or, you know, uh, uh, you know, forcing football players to, you know, stand, stand, stand up <laughs> Just stand. Uh, at the appropriate times and uh, at the, uh, at the prescribed times to that all people must stand. It's the same reaction. They're not upset about abuse of government. They're upset when government isn't abusing the people they hate. Yeah. They're, they're and, upset that, Government is not being abused in the way that they want it to be. That they abused. want it to be, yeah. And that's a problem, guys. So stop it again. Cut that out, please. Stop that. So speaking of government abuses, speaking of government abuses and uh, Donald Trump's wall. Oh, yes, the, Donald Trump's wall, guys. The, Don't the, know if you heard of that. Donald Trump wants to build a wall. Yeah, not not sure if you've been paying attention. For the last two years. Um, but yeah, yeah Don, he, Donald Trump's trying to build a wall down there on the southern border. And he's, he's done some wall building, right? Like some of, There's he's, some. 
there's been some wall building and there's been some uh, wall improvement. Right. But uh, he, he doesn't have the five billion he needs in order to uh, get the full wall done. Yeah. And he really wants that five billion. He wants that five billion bad. And it turns out, guys, uh, I don't know if you followed this part. Um, we were told Mexico was going to pay for this wall. Right. The entire country of Mexico. And so far, uh, Mexico has, in fact, not uh, paid for the wall. Yeah, Mexico's not actually planning to pay for that. They have zero, uh, they have zero desire to pay for that. They've actually said no. They've actually said, like, we're not going to pay yeah, for they've it. They've said no, but that's not, that's not going to yeah. happen. I would say that in Spanish if I knew how, but I don't. So No, no. No. Yeah, no. No. They said no. No, no. But with, but with the upside no down dinero, exclamation point. No dinero para ti. That's better than than uh, no dinero por parte. I thought Mexico was going to build it. Well, uh, well, Mexicans might build it. That that we haven't ruled out. Uh, that Mexicans will actually be uh, the people building it. Who's going to pay for it uh, is uh, another question. Um, well, yeah, they'll be the ones to build it because it'll be cheaper be the ones labor. To build it because the, I mean, you, you got to save money where you can. But um, and I mean, you're looking for construction contractors in South Texas. I wonder who that's going to be. Right. Um, so anyway, so he wants $5 billion And the, I love this part, the resist left, you know, resist Trump has said, no, we're not going to spend a penny more than the $1.6 billion. Is it $1.6? I was thinking $1.3. billion. $1.6 billion for a wall. We are, we are so against your wall that we will only spend $1,600 million on it. We're only going to give you, give me a second, eight-fifths. No, eight. Yeah, I can't do that math in my head. <laughs> We're only going to give you about a... Eight-twenty-fifths eight of what you want. Eight-fifths would be more than... Right, no, eight-twenty-fifths. Oh, eight-twenty... Oh, man. Yep, eight-twenty-fifths. Eight-twenty-fifths. We're only going to give you slightly more than a third... Yes. Of what you want right now. Also. Because we're resisting. That's how you resist is by only that's giving the them a third resist. of the five billion. That's that's definitely how you fight. And man. that that three point that three point four billion dollar difference is probably gonna shut down the government next week. Which, which I'm fine with. Which always fine with here at the Muddy Waters of Freedom. We, we at the Muddy Muddy Waters Media are Big supporters of government shutdowns, the more shutdown, both in the length of the shutdown and in the depth of how many things are shut down, the better. See, and the only problem that I have with government shutdowns is somehow, only in America, when the government is shut down, does it cost us more money? Because <laughs> they're not actually shut down. Right. Like it's, I think, what is it? 17% or 13% of the, of the government shuts down, which is less than what shuts down just cause it's the weekend or a holiday. Yeah, I was going to say they, they shut down, they shut down the, the parts that people will notice. It's, it's all theater. non-essential employees. Like the mail's going out. That's not changing. 
but the mail's par- going out. Federal Social parks, security checks. They shut federal parks down because now that the non-essential employees aren't going <laughs> aren't going into work, they're like, oh well, let's take our kids to the park and let's show them the <laughs> Washington Monument. Oh, we can't because it's shut down as part of the government shutdown. Oh darn you, government! For- I, you darn government! I remember when the shutdown of 2013, when they closed the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon closed. Can't get in there because uh, what if some maintenance is needed on the Grand Canyon? On the thing that has Which been there for millions. I was going to, I, I couldn't even make an educated guess on that one. Long time. Long time. For, Longer for, than this country. For, yes, please. <laughs> I'm for, responding in person to text messages. Um, yes, the Grand Canyon is uh, 6,000 years old, according to some of my friends, and uh, which is, I mean, still considerably older than the U.S. No matter how you cut it. Yeah. It's really, really old. It's really and does old. not does not require government, really any maintenance. It's a, a giant hole in the ground that you can go visit if you want mm-hmm. on a donkey. And uh, I could see if they shut down the donkey rental. Right. And you'll rent and you know, when I was at the Grand Canyon, I did not get a donkey. I walked until I couldn't walk any further. And then I turned around and I walked back up because I said, I'm not walking all the way to the bottom. That's stupid. So I turned around. I will and, die. I will die. And instead, I turned around and I walked back up. And my friends were like taking breaks on the way up. And I said, nope, if I stop. No. We're camping here, and I don't <laughs> camp. And I might die. Right. So there is no reason to shut down the Grand Canyon. It's like when they shut down the Washington Monument. Like, it's been shut down inside for a while for safety reasons, but they shut it down that you couldn't walk up to get a picture with it. You couldn't look at it. They shut down the Mall of America, uh, the, what is it, the... The mall something. The National Mall. The National Mall. Which is literally just grass. It's grass and a pool that's two feet deep. Drain the pool. I, you know, I get it. You know, what if someone drowns in the two feet of, of the pool? Fine, then drain the pool. Okay, in all fairness, they told people you this can't is going to sound grass. really callous. But uh, if you drown in two feet of water, you deserve to. Also, also true. Also true. I'm thinking little kids, but honestly, if you let your little kid drown in two feet of water, then what would it, what kind of, I mean, then you're just a crap parent. You're Uh, probably a bad parent, but, but all that to say, and we're against children drowning. We are definitely against children drowning. Definitely against that. And, uh, yeah. So national mall shutdown. So yeah, the shutdowns are, they're stupid and they're designed to make people like, Oh my God, what are we going to do without government? But it's still a shutdown. And, uh, I can't, I reflexively support, Anytime anyone at the government doesn't go to work. Yeah. Ever. Absolutely. And so, and all of this came to a head today in the Oval Office. Yes. The, the celebrity death match in the Oval Office with Mike Pence sitting there stoically. Waiting. Biding his time. Knowing... He could be president any day now. Any moment any now. Moment. He's just sitting there and thinking, yes, 
And I can't, uh, yeah. For anybody out there who did not see this argument between Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi. And Chuck Schumer was there too, right? He was. He didn't really talk as much as I was right, hoping. Right, right. But the, the, real, the real fight was between Nancy and the Don. And right. um, I'm going to try to sum this up the best as I can. Oh, are you doing impersonations? Well, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a Trump. I can't do a Pelosi. Okay, I don't even know what Pelosi sounds like. Uh, it's shrill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, I used to have a Facebook friend that would have gotten mad about that one. Uh, <laughs> used to. Used to. Uh, so Nancy Pelosi is sitting there and says, "Why won't you put the vote up for the wall in the house?" To which Donald Trump responded with, we already have the votes. We already have the votes in the House, but we need 10 in the Senate. We need 10 Democrats to switch, and you aren't going to give us 10 Democrats to switch, so there's no use in wasting time. You don't have the votes in the House. I've got the votes in the House. You don't have the votes in the House. No, I don't have the votes in the House. Or I do have the votes in the House. I don't have them in the Senate, and I need 10 Democrats to switch. No, you don't have the votes in the House. No, I'm not going to vote the... I'm not going to waste the time of the members of the House since I can't get the Senate. For seven minutes, that was that conversation. Better than who's on first. Yeah, it was. And, you know, I watched all seven minutes (laughs) with bated breath to see what would happen next. It was wonderful. (laughs) Go ahead. And the best part is, at one point she does say, I don't think that we should be debating this. I don't think that we should be debating this on, uh, on the media. Instead, we should probably debate it in private. And no, no, he no. was just like, no. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yes. Debate it here. Debate it here. I want to see, see this in all of its glory because it was, it was wonderful. It was so don't, good to watch. Donald Trump arguing with people about often inane things is best Donald Trump. That is, yeah, that's the only Donald Trump. That is the best part of Donald Trump having the ability to hurt all of us legally is that uh, he can do that. So no, Nancy, do not take away our only source of entertainment with you people, which is you guys arguing in public. But and the, the fact and the fact that they did it on. C-SPAN or whatever that was on. I don't know. I saw yeah, it like on yeah. CNN replay. But uh, the fact that they did that just goes to show you that that would not have happened in the Obama years. That would not have happened in the Bush, the Clinton, the Bush, the Reagan, the Carter. No, no, no. Maybe Nixon. But uh, nothing in our lifetimes would that have happened in. And it just goes to show that Donald's like, I don't care. I don't care if cameras are rolling. I don't care if this is going to get shared on YouTube 400,000 times. He doesn't care. And no, he's, he's happy for it to get shared it is a million times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it is glorious that he is happy because I enjoy the crap out of watching that. And, and, then, and, and then the second best part is Mike Pence sitting there, a combination of praying silently to himself, and also thinking, I'm soon going to control all of this. This is soon and going to be mine. Soon. And uh, so 
Muhammad has been sharing Mike the Electric Fence Pence memes um, in preparation for the Pence, Pence administration, and which is good because I don't think a, people, a lot of people know. Uh, Pence is very mild-mannered. He's also a hardcore um, social conservative on a level that you're not used to at the federal level. And so a, a Mike Pence presidency would not have uh, women in it. No. And the reason not, it wouldn't have women in it. Not unless he was with his wife. Yes. So the reason it wouldn't have women in it is because he refuses to meet uh, with women without his wife being present uh, or other other people being present. But at least, it, no, I think with his, no, without his wife being present. Yeah, his, um, wife, his wife needs to be present for him to sit down and have dinner, like a dinner meeting with a woman or, or a lunch or a private conversation or whatever. I think um, if it's a public meeting, he's okay. But if it's a private, uh, okay. I think if it's a private meeting, his wife needs to be there. Which means he can't have anyone in his cabinet that's a woman. Right. So that's just one taste of what a... a Either that or his wife has no schedule. Also great to have his wife there all the time. I just... People who are upset about a Donald Trump presidency... Donald Trump arguably uh, the most... Definitely the most uh, LGBT-friendly Republican president. I would argue the most LGBT-friendly president. president. I know a lot of... A lot of people. LGBT a lot of people are going to disagree with that, but that gonna, is so true. It is true whether you like it or not. Right. He says stuff you don't like in terms of actual policy. The United States federal government has not been more, had, did not start as being more friendly to LGBT people under Trump than it, it has. It's been more friendly to them than under any other previous president. You could argue that. Obama in his final not having to worry about get reelected years made things more friendly. But 2008 Obama was less friendly to LGBT than 2018 Donald Trump. So true. very true. Argue if you want. Yeah, argue I was going to say want. very true. Very true. That's something that people will argue, but they can't. Both sides don't like talking about that because both sides want to pretend he's fighting against the gays, but he really isn't. And uh, uh, and that's just one thing. Like, I mean, he's a fairly, I remember when he was praising Planned Parenthood during his, during the, the debates when he was running for the nomination. This is a guy that's arguably as progressive, uh, on, on, especially on social issues as any Republican has been at his level ever, ever. And so you don't like what he says, which I understand. Sure. And so you want him gone, you want him gone, and you, you want him gone. And then he gets replaced with Mike Pence, who I can't think offhand of any president who has been as overtly socially conservative as he has. I'm sure past presidents were in policy they just didn't have to speak out as much because that was the standard back then. But he would, so he is as conservative as a time as people were during a time when you didn't even talk about things like gay rights because, of course, gays don't have rights, or you wouldn't yeah, talk that about that. Would have been abortion. like a Herbert Hoover kind of presidency. Yeah, like I mean, you're you're talking pre World War Two, possibly even pre World War One. Right. There was no progressive movement in terms of social anything. I, I you know. They gave women the right to vote, and they were like, "That's good. We don't need to do anything else yeah, for another yeah. sixty years." Yeah, that's we're we're good for now. That's that's, but we're also we're going to ban alcohol. Um, actually, it was the women that pushed for that. I know. Funny story. 
But uh, uh, you give women the vote, and yeah. So um, so yeah. So I I I I will be interested to see. That's my only thing with this Mueller stuff. I don't really follow it because it sounds like the Benghazi investigations where it just goes on forever and ever, and they keep. Go Sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was I was gonna say I don't like following it because I don't like following it because like here at the Mighty Warriors of Freedom, we've been covering it basically since um its inception. And uh we definitely two years. Two years. And we've definitely reported some stuff that have turned out to not be true. Yeah. It's like I imagine it is what it was like trying to report on Andy Kaufman. You just had no idea. You had no clue if it was true, if it wasn't true, if it was made up by, I don't know, John McCain or Hillary Clinton or Andy Kaufman. He may still or be Or Andy alive. Kaufman, yep. yeah. Yep. He, he could still be alive. Um, I would not doubt it for a second. No. like, And it is so difficult. This entire Russiagate porn star peeing on people thing... Like whichever one we're on now, I'm not even 100 percent sure. Well, exactly, we're on we're on, uh, and I hate that. Is I, the other reason I'm only talking about it is because the guy Cohen and I'm sick of using my last name in that kind of. Uh, oh, talk. Michael, Michael Cohen, Ben Stiller, that Ben Stiller looking dude. Yes, Ben Stiller. Yep. But so we've just heard a lot of stuff, and at this point, it's like. It's how I got with the Benghazi hearings because I was sure, you know, Obama was going down. He was going to be tried for treason and all that stuff. And it was a rope dope every single time. Oh, there's going to be a, a smoking gun. And there's nothing. Or a smocking gun. A smocking gun. A smocking gun. A as, smocking as, uh, gun as on Twitter. Our very genius president our, said on Twitter twice. genius president. So um, on Twitter twice. There's no yeah sm- twice and it's still up. He didn't he didn't change he, it. He did not it. take it down, which smocking I give him gun. credit for uh, sticking sticking to his smocking gun. He wrote it. He's sticking to his smocking gun. <laughs> um, so at this point, when the when if and when we ever even see the report, then we'll know what happened. I don't really want to follow it that much, other than to say that if it does result in an impeachment and a conviction. Because that's a to- wholly, totally different, totally different thing. To, to get a, to get a, it's one thing to get a simple majority vote in a Democrat-controlled House to convict or to impeach. It is another thing to get a two-thirds majority to vote in a Republican-controlled Senate to convict, which has actually never happened in the history of the United States. Uh, it probably would have happened with Nixon, but he resigned first. It all leads to. Mike Pence being president. Yeah. No matter what, you end up with electric fence Pence. He's going to... Oh, and Okay, so... And for those who don't know what that actually means, he in the past expressed support for uh, homosexual re-education camps, basically. Uh, uh, therapy, conversion therapy, conversion therapy, which included, among other things, electroshock therapy. Um, and so I don't think he ever actually did it or anything like that. He just said that he was in favor of that type of thing, uh, to use electroshock therapy to stop people from being gay. And so there are some awesome memes out there of him as basically storm from the X-Men, you know, 
wielding thunder from his eyeballs and his his hands and telling everyone to repent. Um, repent. Some of my favorite memes. It's repent. 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 So if that happens, that'll be fun. Other than that, I don't really want to hear about Russiagate until everything is finished and we actually know what to know. And uh, these, you know, I'll, I will probably be okay with talking about Russiagate again once the impeachment hearings start. And there's actually something to look at. Right. Everything right now has been leaks and... It's all here. Yeah, it's all leaks and hearsay and... Uh, and, and there are, have been indictments and convictions, but it's all not related to Russia. It's all related to this campaign finance violation or that, right? Uh, you know, paying uh, a, uh, 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 perjury and stuff like that. Nothing has ever actually been like, aha, this guy uh, gave, you know, was taking money from like. There's never been like a, a an actual smoking gun for the Russia part of it. There wasn't and even a smoking gun for any of it. Smoking gun, no smoking guns. Um, if and when that happens, I'm all for it. I'm I'm certainly not defending Trump. I just I'm sick of we, we Matt and I are me we here at Muddied Waters Media are sick of the rope a dope. Yeah, I just want just give me some re, give me some real news on any of this. Like Once. an actual thing, yeah. Just give me something real that yep. you know. And like I saw somebody did today post uh Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that we once had a president impeached for lying about getting a blowjob. And yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Each and every one of us got that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We all all of America. All of America got that. Individually and collectively. Right. And um, yeah. And there is just a really good possibility that. Trump is not lying about this through a technicality. Like, he is just lying. Like, yeah, he definitely had something to do with the payments, but he may have just, it was just an arm's reach away. So technically he can say, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, it's, it, it is very possible. I could see either happening. Honestly, I could see him getting impeached um, and I could see, it all blowing up and there not being an impeachment. I could see a situation where there's not really a smocking gun for any real thing, but the the House Democrats have to impeach him because they have the power to do so, right. and their voting base would never forgive them for not trying, and that that blows up in their face the same the same exact way that when the House Republicans did it to Clinton. Clinton. That blew up in their face and he got reelected because people had such Clinton fatigue of Clinton scandals that it was like, it was a blowjob. Let's go on with life. Right. If it ends up being like, it wasn't like he killed Vince Foster. It was not like that. Not in that case. Um, <laughs> it was, not, it wasn't like he suicided someone. Right. It's not like he suicided um, someone and hid the body. It's not like he killed Kennedy, like Raphael Cruz did, guys. This thing on. Um, so <laughs> we don't we don't have a laugh track. Uh, we need to. We need to have a laugh track for that. We, but uh, God, if we started doing a laugh track, this show people would be would you... so much better with with canned uh, applause and the woo reaction, the woo, woo! and all the. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so if and when something that actually turns into something. We will be here to report it. In the meantime, 
like I'd much rather talk about the fuck the police thing because that was way better. Because that's that's great news. That's, that's that is a feel good story. That's a human interest piece. That is. That is. We've uh, and the fact that that story that story has now won two free speech cases, or that's that song has now won two free speech cases is absolutely amazing. Fuck the police has done more for our freedom of speech than the Constitution. I'm going to get some friends from that one. In our time. Yeah. I, I'm going to get a lot of... Lot of uh, I'm going to get a lot of good responses to that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I remember on... Oh! Go ahead. I remember on SNL, uh, Dennis Miller... Dennis Miller uh, was going on about that uh, that Supreme Court case when they said, no, fuck the police is uh, definitely free speech. And everybody in the audience starts cheering. And he just looks around and goes, really? Really? Like, yeah, like I agree with it, but <laughs> this, this is what song, you guys are upset. <laughs> this is the song that we get, we... We have to stand behind, like we can't get Jimi Hendrix or something. <laughs> and I've always remembered that joke and thought it was hilarious. But he's right, and they're right. Everyone was right in that situation. Everybody. That song is is peak for some, peak free speech. Yes. You know, even if you love the police, if you truly believe in free speech, you have to support that song being allowed to be played. Even if you're a cop. Then you have to support that. Personally, body count cop killer. I was surprised that that one came out immediately afterwards. Well, of course it would. This <laughs> is, I'm trying to find, I'm, I'm not distracted. Well, I am distracted, but the reason is because I'm trying to find some fan mail that I got uh, a couple days ago when I was told that, uh, I was told a lot of things, but one of them was that I was going to die soon on my knees. Um, from the thugs, the thugs were going to kill me. Really? And, uh, yep. Uh, this was in response, uh, to a conversation where we were talking about, I think. Oh, body cams for cops. Oh, turned into the thugs are going to kill you. This was on your show. No, no, no. This was, uh, this was me commenting on a friend's Tova, Tova Schreiber, Schreiber. She, uh, was talking about something and uh i came in with my usual charm when it comes to <laughs> subjects about police to, officers to your normal and, facebook comment section charm yeah my normal the the normal amount of charm i put on when i comment about police issues uh, i'm pretty sure the word defensive was in there and uh and so yeah so i made a new friend uh he left a possibly threatening message and then he blocked me so i couldn't respond not that i would have but uh, I was trying to find it, but I think because he blocked me. Facebook yeah, if he if he blocked you, you can't see it anymore. Yeah, it was a really good one though. As I a person who gets blocked often, yeah, I know I, I, I know I to guess, screenshot those now. Yeah, I should have screenshot it because I don't think you know you could argue he was threatening me, but I think it was more just a relative like the thugs are coming to kill you. Right. It it's more of a, just a general warning. It was like an ominous, yeah, it was like a, a, like a ominous, you know, the thugs are coming and then, you know, and the police aren't going to help you. Well, then 
then you prove my point, uh, <laughs> by the way. That's what I would have loved to say to him. Is, if the police aren't going to help me, then everything you said about how they protect us, is it not you just said you were wrong? Right. Then none of the rest of your argument matters. Yeah. It's so weird. I'm, I'm right, as always. Um, so, uh, so that was fun. So we, do we have anything else to talk about? No, not really. Uh, that was just that was just what we had on our list right there. Yeah, that was it was a was this a quick show? Yeah. I mean For us? For for us, yeah. This was this was a quick show. This is a short only an hour and a half, guys. Um so are we talking are there predictions for this week? Like what the election season's over? I was gonna say the election season's over. We know that we're not gonna have to face impeachment until at least January. Uh, oh yeah, that's not happening over the over the holidays. No, wouldn't that be hilarious? You know what? Merry oh, Christmas! Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry impeachment, Miss. Um, that would that 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 could definitely happen next Christmas, but it ain't happening this Christmas. Oh, you're right because they don't even get the new Congress doesn't yeah. get seated. New okay. Congress isn't here. Which also fun fact for uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, mm. You're not getting inaugurated. Just letting you know that. I feel as though she should. Oh, did she say? Oh, yeah. Being... She said that when I get inaugurated. People say that we are too harsh on her, and I just don't believe it. Like, I get it. I'm sure you could parse through us talking for a solid three hours a week and find missteps you know, things that we said that were incorrect, where usually we either corrected ourselves or said, I'm not sure about this, but. Right. But A, neither one of us is running for office. Right. And B, this just seems routine at this point. Like she's, I don't think she's stupid. I think she just says a lot of stuff and doesn't bother fact checking it at all. Right. I think she just kind of talks. Just straight on out of her butt. I mean, we've said fuck so many times on this show. Uh, She just talks straight on out of her ass and just, she's never been called on it, ever. No, and and it's it's a... Because when she was in college, she was much more attractive. Oh, man. If Sandy had said something that was wrong, I would have been like, you're right, Sandy. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't (laughs) matter. It doesn't matter what you say, Sandy. I agree, Sandy. Oh man, Sandy, that was I'm not even really into light skinned women like that, but man, that was a Yeah, she, she I, I want Sandy back. She had guys. a look and I liked it. It was a look that few wouldn't like. Yeah. If you like female figures, you'd have liked Sandy. You would have liked uh, Sandy. Go go through our comments. I got the link to that. Uh uh don't don't not yet. We're not done yet. We're, in a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh but but click on it. It's the very second this show ends. I give you permission not to listen to our outro music and to instead click on that old link and watch. Um, it's not good dancing, but it's, <laughs> it's uh, not it's, good uh, dancing. It's not it's, good dancing. But they it, were it, trying it, to recreate many of the dance scenes in the breakfast club. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Okay. She was way hotter than anyone in the breakfast club. So in that way it was better in my opinion. Right. But the dancing by everybody else was, much worse. Her dancing also not good. There was really no good dancing going on there, but 
she looked good. She did. She looked good. She did not dance well. She looked good yes. dancing. Don't watch the video yet, Jacob. Yeah, you gotta. Uh, I think we already lost him. Yeah, anyway, um, so guys, real quick. Uh, so tomorrow on my fellow Americans, I have the co-founder of Muddied Waters of Freedom and a uh, just an all-around good guy. Uh, he's well known in liberty circles. Uh, he's increasingly well known in Trump circles. <laughs> uh, that is that is such a true statement. <laughs> it's a true statement. A, a rising star in the in the in Trump world. Uh, hi, Jacob. Thank you. Like literally two two minutes. Uh, uh, Trump world, maybe three. Um, Muhammad Shaker is my guest tomorrow. Will he, where he will have com- completed the triumvirate this week or in the last two weeks of yeah. being on this show, your show, and my show. Yep, he, he, will, he will have run the gambit of all of Muddied Waters Media. A hat trick of being on shows. And then Thursday for the writer's block? Thursday for the writer's block. Uh, I need to confirm, but I'm pretty certain that I have Chris Reynolds. <laughs> Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. And uh, I'm going to see if uh, he wants to talk about the entire legal process going in that goes into impeachment. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about impeachment on this, t- on this show. On this show. I on just want to talk about the legal process that it actually is so people understand that it's not, oh, that's going to happen tomorrow. Right, right, right. Like, even if they come up with something, which they haven't yet, but even if they do come up with something, I just want people to know this is a long process. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the people that are excited about this were either not alive or were very, very small children during the Clinton impeachment. Right, during the um, 95 impeachment or whatever year that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 90, what was it, 96? 95? Yeah, no, I think it was 95. Went through 96, yep. guys. So this is this is one of those, uh, it wraps up right before Donald Trump gets reelected triumphantly. Having uh, the entire news cycle wasted with non-stories is usually how that plays out. It's mm-hmm. how it played out with Clinton. So I'm going to guess it plays out that way with, with Trump, unless they have a real wild card uh, or you know, real smocking gun for him, in which case he resigns and Pence pardons him which is how it played out with Nixon. So Donald Trump's not going to jail, I think is the takeaway here. No. He's, he's, he may resign. That he may is, resign. That is the best you're going to get. The best you're going to get is that he resigns and newly inaugurated uh, President Pence. Uh, uh, God, that would fire up. God, that would fire up the base for Donald Trump so hard. Pence would automatically get elected. Automatic president, they cancel the election. He might cancel the election. I that'll be a uh I see Pence being a a combination between um I'm forgetting all of my crusade leaders now, and uh and um uh Pinochet or Bolsonaro or whatever. I don't think he will be, but uh I can dream. Um only for entertainment value, by the way, because I am entertained by stuff like that. Right. So Wednesday, Muhammad Shaker. Thursday, Chris Reynolds. Potentially Probably. Chris Reynolds. Need to confirm. Chris Reynolds, attorney law. It was his idea, so I'm assuming that we're okay, but... I'm looking forward to it. I am saying... I'm speaking in faith that it's going to be Chris Reynolds. And I uh, hope he's watching right now where he's like, oh, crap. 
I need to. <laughs> oh, did I say I do that? Crap. Chris, can't wait to have you on Matt's show on Thursday. And then check us out next week, Tuesday. Come right back here. Mighty Waters of Freedom. We're going to talk about all the stuff that happened that last week. And this show is ending now. Oh, I hang always... on, hang on. I, I was not ready for that. Either. Oh, you're not ready? Yeah, oh, okay. okay. The show's ending. Okay. The show's ending. Soon? Now. Now we're good. Now? And yeah. where we're going... We don't need roads. Got more to learn and I know I know it all, could never know it all. I keep on learning that's living courage, man. It takes encouragement. Got a plan to see the confidence and then you nourish it. No matter what it takes, let it take all it needs. I will never hit the brakes because I got you, you with me. Uh, I'm just living. When it comes to limitations, I don't listen. Call my Shaq Griffin. Yeah. Take my hands, it'll be okay. Close your eyes and let them fade away We can get away from this place You and me, we got that runaway pain Take my hands, it'll be okay Close your eyes and let them fade away We can get away from this place You and me, we got that runaway pain All we got is time together, but I ain't got time to play. Let haters come away, say what they gonna say. Treat them like my fears and keep on staring them back in the face. Keep living like there's no other day after today. Then day after tomorrow, two sets closer to being great. Uh, Cause that's my fate. If not, that's fine. Only way to lose is if we never even try. Preach. Take my hands, it'll be okay. Take yours if you take my time